Right. For the latest on the Jesse Smollett attack that happened in Chicago in the early hours of Tuesday morning. So that's a screenshot of Jesse in his hospital bed during a FaceTime phone call he had with Empire creator Lee Daniels. Now, Lee posted that last night but took it down after. It has now been confirmed by police that the two assailants that attacked Jesse put a noose around his neck, poured a chemical substance on him that has been reported to be bleach, also yelled at him, this is MAGA country, which stands for Make America Great Again. Yeah, and when police arrived, Jesse asked actually requested that they turn off their body cameras. Police have been unable to locate the assailants so far since they were wearing ski masks. They've now they've looked into the surveillance footage in the area, but nothing has helped so far. The FBI is now also assisting in the case since previously there were letters threatening Jesse sent to Fox Studios in Chicago where they film Empire. Yeah, and co-star Taraji P. Henson just posted on Instagram a few minutes ago, I wish what happened to my baby was just one big bad joke, but it wasn't. We all feel his pain right now. Jesse is pure love to the bone. And that is why so many are feeling his pain because it is our pain. I tell you one thing, hate will not win. My baby is resilient and love still lives in him. Yeah, his on-screen dad, Terrence Howard, talked with Good Morning America today. And then when we learned that there had been letters that had been sent to Fox um, as threats about the potential of something like this, then we became much more frightened. I heard he's getting better. You know, he's angry, but I know Jesse. You know, Jesse's anger will, will dissipate, and he will forgive these people for what they did. And But he won't, and we cannot forget their actions. They have to be forgiven, because it was done out of ignorance. Wow. Yeah, Simone just says this was horrible. What makes it worse is that MAGA supporters are spinning it as a hoax for ratings. I haven't seen that. Uh, I haven't seen that. So have to try to get Empire actor Jesse Smollett has been arrested. Uh, his bail set at $100,000. And this follows news that uh, he actually staged the entire attack where he had alleged that two individuals uh, who were Trump supporters had attacked him viciously. Now, uh, according to the New York Times and their reporting, Smollett was upset by his salary and seeking publicity. He staged a fake assault on himself a week after writing himself a threatening letter. Now, that threatening letter also included uh, a, a powdery substance that was not harmful, didn't get any attention, and since it didn't get any attention, he allegedly hired two individuals to stage this attack. Now, the staged assault was carried out by two brothers to whom the actor has paid $3,500 and that they have a copy of the check Smollett used to pay them. So they did provide evidence and I'm glad that they kept that evidence. I wish they hadn't agreed to do this, but nonetheless, they provided that evidence to the authorities and this is the reason why they were let go and Smollett was later arrested. Yeah, they're cooperating witnesses, so they're fine. Um, so uh, th there's almost no uh, question here. There's surveillance footage showing them taking a cab from the area of the reported assault of two brothers. Uh, uh, police did a great job. They tracked the cab, they interviewed the driver, and the driver ex uh, explained who the two um, 
customers were. It was the two uh, brothers. They then later flew to Nigeria. I don't know if they're escaping the country or laying low for a while. I don't know if they saw that in the movies or in a TV show. <laughs> what does that mean? You're going to come back. They're going to be able to interview you when you come right, back. Right, and then they were, no but we don't know why they went to Nigeria, but, <laughs> okay. but they were arrested immediately upon arrival in, in Chicago. So, yeah. and Jake, I actually want to go to uh, the police superintendent in Chicago. He gave a press conference today and I really liked a lot of what he had to say. Uh, this is just a small snippet of it, though. Let's take a look. The Empire actor Jesse Smollett took advantage of the pain and anger of racism to promote his career. I'm left hanging my head and asking why. Why would anyone, especially an African-American man, use the symbolism of a noose to make false accusations? How could someone look at the hatred and suffering associated with that symbol and see an opportunity to manipulate that symbol to further his own public profile? How can an individual who's been embraced by the city of Chicago turn around and slap everyone in this city in the face by making these false chalk claims? That was Superintendent Eddie Johnson. He also said, quote, I just wish that the families of gun violence in this city got this much attention. And I think that's a fair point to make. And look, obviously the worst part of all of this is that by staging this type of racial attack, it makes people question or become way more skeptical of others who have legitimately been targets of hate crimes. Yeah, well I actually thought that uh, he put it nearly perfectly when he said, take that symbol of hate and use it as an opportunity to manipulate that symbol to further his own public profile. It's about as gross as you can get. Welcome to the Unprocessed Knowledge Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Jesse Smollett. What can I say? I'm sure you, you're familiar with the story by now. If you're not, those clips pretty much broke it down. Those clips, the first one, courtesy of Entertainment Tonight. The second clip, courtesy of the Young Turks. I think in that clip is very ironic. Uh, Terrence Howard may have said it best. Uh, this act was committed in ignorance. <laughs> yes, it was. Yes, it was. It was committed in ignorance. I agree. Um, Jesse Smollett has been talked about all over the place by everybody he's been dragged up and down he's been destroyed deservedly so i'm not going to spend this broadcast rehashing what you might have heard um, i like to take things from a different angle here today i want to focus on the culture of social media and attention seeking i think people call it clout chasing People who would just do anything for attention. Do, do we live in an age where people will do anything for attention? This most recent Jesse Smollett situation. He went to great lengths to pull off what, which is really basically just a publicity stunt. A poorly planned, poorly executed, poorly thought out, poorly perceived publicity stunt, I might add. It's just horrible all the way around before i really dig into the topic i honestly i'll ask yourself when you first heard, heard the story about jesse smollett did you really honestly believe it didn't you think it sounded strange the whole story i'm not gonna rehash the story when you first heard the story i'll speak for myself when i first heard the story the first thing i thought of i said this story sounds really weird 
I don't know who's putting this information out there. I'm sorry the brother got beat up, but this story just don't sound right. That's the first thing I said. When I found out that he was the one who was putting the information out, I said, he better hope everything he says happened really happened. Because if not, that's really going to be a bad look. But it was even worse than what I thought. And here we are. (laughs) Back to the topic. Social media attention seeking, clout chasing. Is that the era that we're living in? How has the social media era era changed how people want to be perceived and changed how people act? When I go on social media, I see all kinds of people doing all kinds of crazy things. I mean, from (laughs) the outlandish to the obscene to saying anything, doing anything, put it on film, upload it. I'm going viral, right? That's the whole purpose of it. People out here nowadays, it's a ton of people who are just doing anything for attention, anything for likes, anything for reposts, anything for followers. That's that's a big thing. When you're on social media land, if you're talking to somebody who has 100,000, two, 300,000, even a million followers, and you only got two, two or 300, you don't matter. You're nobody. That's that's what social media is. I, I got the most followers. What I say goes. Right? Look how many people are liking my pictures. Look how many people are reposting what I'm saying. What do you know? That's that's social media land is, is what I like to call it. But uh, honestly, uh, when I turn on social media, man. It's a t- first of all, we all know it's a ton of women practically naked, you know, bent over sinks with they with, with they behind cracked open. Taking pictures on Instagram. So I've heard, you know, not 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 that, you know, I, I follow or see the, these type of things. So I've heard. But that's all for attention. That's also people can like and comment and they can get their social media cloud up. And it, like I said, there's a ton of women doing this. It ain't just two, three, four women. It ain't just black women or Asian women or Latin. It's, it's all y'all. <laughs> when I say all y'all, I'm just talking in general. It's the whole spectrum of women. No matter of race, no matter height, sometimes even no matter size. There's some women on Instagram have naked, they need to put clothes on. But uh, maybe I'll say that as a topic for another show. But seriously, guys, um, we, we live in a culture where attention is big, especially on social media. Social media has, has really changed a lot of things within recent years. Think about how many people just, your average Joe, just... Your, your regular person who have a large social media following who can make money on social media. I mean, you got people who charge for reposts on social media. Uh, There's a ton of people that I say, well, cash at me or PayPal me if you want me to repost. Um, you got people on social media selling products. We all know, you know, the flat tummy tee was, was a thing. But you got tons of people who sell clothes, who try to push their music, who try to sell their art. When I say art, I like actual artists, people who paint and draw try to uh, push their art Uh, barbers people who you know do clothes people who do landscaping whatever type of business whatever type of product you can think of that can be sold it's being sold on social media right now by just regular everyday folks Um, social media puts the masses in the palm of your hand so you can go from just regular person to 
thousands or millions of consumers just by a touch of a button if you have products to sell. That's kind of the good side. I would say social media is if you have that entrepreneurial spirit, if you got something to sell, well, social media is a great way to reach, reach your customers. By the way, everybody, please follow me on, on social media at unprocessed underscore knowledge, unprocessed underscore knowledge. But the dark side, I would say, is people just doing anything for attention, uh, fights, downright perversion, getting on there saying anything, uh, just profanity, written rants, people trying to be funny, porn. It's a ton of crazy stuff on social media. But when I really think about it, the biggest thing social media has probably changed is how people can not only become famous, but what celebrity really is. Celebrity used to be a thing that was exclusive and private. Uh, Will Smith, he did an interview, I forget who he was talking to, but he was basically saying, look, back when I got into the movie game, and I'm paraphrasing, celebrity was exclusive and it was private. You didn't go, you didn't show up at every party. You wasn't, you know, always seen everywhere. You didn't say anything. You didn't do anything on video. If you wanted to see me, my movie drops July 4th weekend, come see me at the movie theater. But he was saying now today, celebrity is different. Celebrity is now inclusive. You got to talk to people every day. You got to show them what you're eating, show them where you're going, show them what you're wearing. Talk to them about what you're driving. Talk to them about current events in the news. You have to constantly stay in touch with your audience because it's a different day and age and social media has changed things. And now the masses, they want to be engaged with their celebrities. They want to feel like they know their celebrities. They want to feel like they're constantly walking with their celebrities some some of the biggest celebrities in hollywood right now are the kardashians and they they got a hit show it's been on what six going on 17 years very popular on social media they make a ton of money pushing products pushing brands it's the cliche what am i looking for it's that cliche thing that they say oh, i'm drawing a blank when people say well they just famous for being famous well, that's that's the Kardashians. The Kardashians are famous for being famous. I mean, when you run down their resume, they're not known for being actors. They're not known for being singers. They're not known for being writers. They're known. They're not even really known for creating brands and products. They're known for promoting brands and products through their celebrity because they have such a huge social media following, such a big TV show. They get paid tens of millions of dollars to to promote these things. Right. So. Celebrity has changed, man. Celebrity has changed. You can become a star through social media if you get enough attention, which is fueling a lot of people to do all types of wild and crazy things so they can get attention because that's how they get their weight up in the game. Now, think about this. Case in point, Cardi B. Three, four years ago, Cardi B was in the strip club. Cardi B got popping not because of love and hip hop, Cardi B, Cardi B had about a million followers on social media before she was even on Love & Hip Hop. She was already a star. She was already pushing her brand. She was already very popular. She had all type of celebrities following her and reposting her stuff. She had made it big on her own. As a matter of fact, there's a TV show on Netflix right now called Insta Famous. That's about 
a variety of different people from all different walks of life who basically got famous through Instagram. They got famous through Instagram. This is the day and age that we living in. The average person who who wants fame, who wants money, who's trying to break into a certain business, they could do it through social media and Hollywood will come to you. The music business will they'll they'll come to you. Um this was this is a while ago. Soldier Boy, he first hit it big through YouTube. I forget that song. He had that that funny dance and that song. I'm I, I'm drawing a blank right now. But Soldier Boy, Big Draco, he hit it big through YouTube, and the record industry had to come to him because he had like a, a few million views. So they knew that was going to translate to dollars. So going viral today is everything. And this Jesse Smollett situation, the police are reporting. He was unsatisfied with his salary. And I guess he concocted this whole situation because he knew he would get a lot of attention. And by getting a lot of attention, he would be able to demand a bigger salary in Hollywood. It's all about attention, attention, attention in the age of social media. That's what's fueling a lot of this. Um. When you think about the music industry, it used to be the music industries. They used to break artists. They used to break acts. They had an A&R. They had a street team. They had a record label behind you. You used to have to push an artist to make a star. They don't do that nowadays. They look for somebody who has that's already popping on their own. And the re, the way they judge that is through social media. How many followers do you have? How many likes? How many reposts? What what what's your fan base that you've built through social media? And if you want to pop in on your own, that's when they want to come give you a record deal, which which is crazy because if you want to pop in on your own, you really you really don't need them. Right? If if you built your own brand, if you built this big social media following, if you have all these people following you, you don't read them need them anymore. But that's when they come with the check. So social media has really changed the game, man. It's really changed how celebrities move. It's changed how everyday people move. I can't tell you how many everyday people I see just walking down the sidewalk or in the store or in the mall. And they're they're taking a video so they can upload it oblivious to what's going on around them. So many people in restaurants, they they taking pictures of the menu. They taking videos of their food. They they doing boomerangs. It's like they, they, they spend so much time disengaged with the world around them so they can make um, cool, intimate posts for their social media, really just so they can get attention. I mean, I don't care what you're eating. I don't care what you're wearing. I don't care where you at. Why don't you put your phone down and enjoy it? Why don't you put your phone down and enjoy life? I understand the age that we're living in. Everybody's got a smartphone. Everybody's got social media. It's how people stay connected. It's how people stay c- communicate. It's how people do business. But that phone is not your life. Likes and reposts doesn't measure the value of a person and one thing while i'm on it i didn't think about this there's a lot of anxiety and depression that gets funneled through social media you you got cyberbullying. you got people who post a picture they don't get no likes and people jump in their comments and talk badly about them they get sad over that they get depressed some people you know cyberbullying unfortunately has caused some people to commit suicide because it's a serious thing 
and we definitely don't want to do that. I know we're all mat- my audience is all mature adults and I know we don't do anything like that here. I'm an old man. Um, it took a lot of patience and understanding and understanding and thinking for me to even conceive the cyberbullying aspect that social media has brought up upon our young people. Because, look, I got a little age on me when I was younger. The bully wasn't no cyber bully. He was live and in person and in your face. You couldn't push no button and block him. Okay, you couldn't turn the phone off and he go away. He he was right there waiting for you. Uh, he was a he, that that was the bully. Now I'm sure the kids they not only have to deal with the real life bullying person. Now they got to deal with the ton tens of thousands of unknown cyber bullies, and that's not cool. Um, that's something else that we're gonna have to deal with. And sometimes a lot of these cyber bullies sometimes they themselves are looking for attention. Sometimes they themselves they're online being mean so they can get. You know, people like so people can like and repost they comment and so they can get they cloud up. Part of that goes back to attention seeking, too. So, man, we just in a, a te- an attention seeking culture all over social media. People on social media, you can be whoever you want to be. Right? Just like that TV show, show Catfish. It's probably not who you are in real life. It's probably just how you want to be perceived. You're probably pushing some type of agenda. All I got to say, we here at Unprocessed Knowledge, we just don't do anything for attention. You come to my social media, you're going to get some form of knowledge, wisdom, understanding, some type of question, some type of thought. Like I said, I'm not here to make you think how I think. I just want to make sure you're thinking. Jesse Smollett, you wasn't thinking, brother. I mean, you got people out here who are really victimized by racism really victimized by people who are homophobic and you being a man who can check both boxes for you to go out there and say damn all that damn people fighting for justice damn people fighting for equality damn people that are suffering then that ain't celebrities regular everyday folks you went out here and said i'm looking out for me i'm looking out for my pockets i'm trying to get my bag up so I'm going to go ahead and try to pull this thing off and get my money right. And I'll just use this. Nah, dude. <laughs> nah. Nah. We can't go for that. We can't go for that. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Not here. But, um, hey, thank you guys for listening to the Unprocessed Knowledge Podcast. Oh, and before I forgot, I said I was going to do a book recommendation every month. This is the second month of the broadcast, and I got a book recommendation for you. All right, this month's book recommendation is one I recommend a lot by Dr. Ivan Van Sertima. The book is called They Came Before Columbus by author Dr. Ivan Van Sertima. It's basically a book that breaks down, proves, has all the receipts on how people were already living here before Columbus came to North America. But this is all about how black people were already living here before Columbus came to America. All right. I know that the Aboriginal movement is is, is is big. I'm not necessarily into all that. What I will say is I'm not well, I'm, I'm not going to say nothing necessarily into all that. I don't necessarily want to get into all that because there's a lot to that. I will say is this is a great book. Dr. Ivan Van Sernum, he did all the research. He's got proof. He's got artifacts. He's got written journals from uh, Columbus himself, 
people that traveled the voyage with him uh spain who christopher columbus sailed for they sent some other people over here when christopher columbus got word they kept journals they kept notes he's got copies of all that so you know when people say well hey Christopher Columbus didn't discover anything, which he didn't. There were people already living here, which they were. This book pretty much gives you all the receipts. It gives you all the proof. It gives you history. There's a lot of great stuff in it that you probably didn't know. It's a great book to keep on your bookshelf. So you read up on it, you know, read up on it yourself. You'll learn some things. You'll learn a lot of things, especially about black people already being here, already living here, already have communities before Columbus, before Christopher Columbus got here. It's a great read, especially if you have children that are probably mm, preteens, teenage, 11, 12, 13. I think this, they, they should be able to handle this book. That's my book recommendation for this month. They came before Columbus. And with that being said, I need a little attention myself. So everybody follow me on Instagram, unprocessed underscore knowledge. Give me some of that attention y'all was giving Jesse Smollett. I promise not to pull no pranks. I'm not going to pay no Nigerians to beat me up. But, hey, I'm trying to trying to grow the grow the brand, I'm trying to grow the site, and it's growing. I appreciate all y'all support. Once again, you can find this broadcast on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play. Thanks again. Tell a friend. Hit the like button. Repost. Share. All that good stuff. All that stuff y'all do for them Instagram models. <laughs> Taking pictures with their butts poked out. <laughs> Give me the same type of support. All right, guys. Peace.